counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. There ain't no second place in Lambo, it's a whole new game. You either go big, go hard, or go on back home. You got to feel it in your gut. You better want it in your bones. Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast, and it is a Wednesday evening here, and we are uh, getting ready for week eight against the Kansas City Chiefs. Joining me as always is Dane. Dane, how you doing, man? Wags were six and one. Incredible start to the season. Uh, I feel like we have the makings of something really special happening. Uh, for the first time in a long time, it sure feels like at least we are heading on the road uh, again, going to uh, play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night football. And uh, a little bit of question mark if their star stud quarterback is going to be playing ball this week. But either way, been looking at the roster, looking at it up and down, and they got a ton of talent. Yeah, and we got to see them in the preseason and um, certainly get a little bit of feel for what they can do. Uh, it's pretty incredible to think that the Packers are only 2-0 and on the road so far this year. And I say only because uh, we're seven games in and, and to only have two road games seems a little strange. But um, we've already picked up victories in places that before the season, I don't know how many people thought we would win, you know, one, if not both of those games. So uh, perhaps we're playing with house money here a little bit, but given the situation and circumstances and the way that this team seems to be coming together, hey, why not? You got to feel like you can like your chances against anyone and, and let's see what we can do to, down in Kansas City this week. Yeah, I love it. I think that we are, you know, we're playing on Sunday Night Football. So we're going to be on national TV. We're going to be able to show the country the football watching world once again, what this Green Bay Packer team is capable of. Um, the Chiefs have, as we've mentioned, an awful lot of talent. I'm looking at, I mean, anybody who plays fantasy football knows, of course, Mahomes, should he be healthy, and we'll get into that in a minute. But um, even if he's not, Tyreek Hill is an absolute freak uh, at wide receiver. Uh, the running backs, Damian Williams is really talented. LaShawn McCoy even at 31, can play some serious football, Darwin Thompson. But I'll tell you what, you know who scares me the most, Wags, is that uh, tight end, Travis Kelsey. We've had an awful lot of trouble uh, playing the tight end position this season. And Kelsey puts forward a really tough matchup for our defense. Uh, and I'm fascinated to see how the Packers try to handle it after having a lot of difficulty against the Raiders tight end last week. Yeah, and maybe that's sort of a silver lining timing-wise uh, because uh, certainly Coach Patton and the defensive staff uh, have to realize that they're going to have to make some adjustments going into this week if they wouldn't have any way against a guy that's as talented as Travis Kelsey. So uh, certainly, yeah, let's dive into it. And Dane, I think for all intents and purposes, we may as well just operate under the assumption that this Chiefs team is going to have Mahomes this week. Uh, he was a limited uh, participant in practice today. And although it was reported that he was going to be out for three weeks over the weekend, 
I don't know, it seems strange to me that they would have him out there in practice just reading between the lines um, with some of uh, Coach Andy Reid's comments. Uh, it seems like there's perhaps a little gamemanship, but I'm sure this Packers uh, defensive staff and players are going to be uh, preparing as if they're going to see Patrick Mahomes under center this week. Um, but getting into Travis Kelsey, I don't know, Dane. I, I think what we need to um, see is to roll down uh, one of our safeties, if that's Adrian Amos if, or if that's going to be Will Redman. Um, it looks like Darnell Savage is on track to play this week, barring any setbacks. He was a full participant in practice today. Um, so we're getting a little bit healthier uh, in the secondary, which is uh, certainly going to be a, a big boost for this defense. Um, uh, we've held it together, but um, I certainly have been giving up some big plays, as you, as you just said, uh, the last few weeks. Um, so um, I don't know. I, I think that's going to be a big key, but uh, this Chiefs team has so many other weapons that they can hurt you with, don't they? Yeah, I, I expect us to be playing a little bit more of a base nickel defense this week. Maybe some dime packages as well. Um, expect to see a lot more out of our pass rushers. Uh, so I, I would expect an uptick in snaps from uh, Rashad Gary and from Kyler Fackrell this week. Uh, if Savage is going to be playing, I still expect to see an awful lot of Will Redman out there. Shannon Sullivan, who's been playing a little bit of corner and safety, may still be getting some snaps out there, uh, maybe uh, a heavier dose of Josh Jackson, uh, just a number of different guys. I think we're going to be throwing a lot of different looks at this Chiefs uh, offense, uh, offense that is um, very, very talented. And I think what you're going to have to see the Packers do here is hope to stop the run out of a nickel or a dime uh, formation and really be playing the pass because, I mean, you, as we've mentioned, Tyreek Hill on the outside, uh, but they've also got Sammy Watkins. This Hart Hardman kid looks really good. Demarcus Robinson. So all these wideouts, in addition to Kelsey, um, we're going to have our hands full. And I didn't even mention this Byron Pringle, who put up 100-plus yards a few weeks back. So um, much like the Packers offense last week, I feel like a lot of different guys for the Chiefs have been stepping up uh, with uh, Tyreek Hill being down. But now that Hill's back and looks to be full go and healthy, um, we're going to have to really be able to stop the run, I think, out of a nickel or a dime uh, defense and, uh, and then take our chances uh, there so we can, we can cover all these wide receivers and these passing options. Now, if Mahomes does play, he will be limited with his mobility. Um, you know, he, my understanding is he dislocated his knee. Uh, so it doesn't sound all that great. It doesn't sound like he's, uh, would be a hundred percent whatsoever. Uh, so I would expect more short passes may not have the, uh, ability to drop back into those five or seven step drops because, you know, if you get a hand in his face, he's going to have some difficulty moving in the pocket. Um, if it's not Mahomes, then, you know, we're looking at uh, actually a pretty talented backup quarterback in Matt Moore, who's won an awful lot of football games in his career, but certainly a downgrade in skill, and needless to say, from somebody like Mahomes, who won the MVP last season. So either way, I think the Packers have their hands full. Um, but I think we're going to see a lot of different schematic looks. And the idea being, regardless who the quarterback is, we're going to need to make them feel uncomfortable in the pocket. We're going to need to get our hands on that quarterback's jersey an awful lot to reroute those passes to have some success. Yeah, and I think you hit on it. Uh, this uh, Packers defense is going to have to play that pass first. 
and that's what they're designed to do anyway. We've been hammering on that point uh, for quite some time now, if you've been listening. But um, I, I totally agree. Uh, I think we're going to get an extra uh, defensive back out on the field in most formations. Mm-hmm. And I think we're also going to be sending um, some, some of those guys um, to try to uh, take advantage of, of what may be some lack of mobility um, from Patrick Mahomes. We're going to want to, as you said, make him uncomfortable. Now, he may be getting rid of the ball quickly, but if we're giving some different looks and taking some opportunities to bring guys um, from that second level on blitz schemes and packages, we haven't had to do much of that this year. So there's not a lot on tape for opposing offenses uh, that Coach Patton has uh, been putting out there or dialing up. Um, We've been getting plenty of pressure on the quarterback um, in most games just with our front four. Um, So on the majority of the snaps, I I think they're going to try to stick to some of those base looks and, and try to use those that front four to get pressure, but I would not be surprised at all if we see uh, Amos or Savage um, or even uh, Goodson or Martinez coming up and, um, and, and sending some of those guys uh, to put some pressure and give some different looks uh, to whomever this quarterback is. If it's Mahomes, uh, certainly, we know how talented he is, and you always have to be careful about um, sending extra uh, blitzers um, at uh, quarterbacks that can, uh, you know, move around and, and make those quick reads and and uh, throw the football on a dime mm-hmm. um, the way that uh, Patrick Mahomes can. But um, even if it's Matt Moore, um, you're having a guy that uh, a talented backup, though he is, uh, hasn't had a lot of snaps in the last couple of seasons and isn't uh, known to be the most mobile of quarterbacks anyway. So it seems like it would make a lot of sense to me rather than let Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins uh, and uh, Travis Kelsey run some uh, deep route trees and uh, let the let whoever it is sit back there and pick us apart. Um, let's uh, take some chances and see if we can get them off of their spot um, and, and perhaps uh, create some throwaways or, or get some sacks um, out of some of those different looks as well. Yeah, that's the key right there is just getting him or whoever it is back there off of their spot. Uh, the, the first week in a long time, we've seen a Packer defense go without a sack uh, last week. So I think the Smith brothers in particular are probably licking their chops uh, with a national game against a really good offense. But uh, as we've seen this year, even when they and the rest of this defense aren't getting sacks, they're able to um, to, to make quarterbacks uncomfortable and maybe not make the throws that they want to make. Now, the key is this week, as it is every week in the NFL, but particularly this week with the amount of speed on the outside that the Chiefs present, is to play sound fundamental football. We can't have the breakdowns that we've seen the last couple weeks, particularly last week. If, um, if there's a breakdown in coverage on Travis Kelsey, he's hard enough, folks, to cover as it is if you got a man on him playing perfect coverage, but if you're giving him even an extra step, he's gonna make us pay and he's gonna make us pay all night long. So the Packers really do have their hands full this week, as does any team that plays the Chiefs. I think we can match up with them. I expect to see a heavy dose of Adrian Amos 
actually playing on Kelsey this week. I thought that he was a little bit more effective on the tight end against Detroit. They didn't do as much of that last week against Oakland and paid for it. So I wouldn't be as surprised if we saw a little bit more Amos and maybe Tremont Williams again this week playing the tight end position, particularly if we have Savage back. Um, Savage, I think, really opens up what this defense can do even more. So excited that it looks like he is trending towards playing on Sunday night because he does kind of create a wild card position uh, uh, for this defense because he's just a born playmaker. Yeah, and you're hitting on it I, I, just perfectly. I mean, we're not going to be able to stop this Chiefs offense at everything that they do. No. And so I think that's why um, I, I would almost, dare I say, as long as we're not getting completely gouged, I want them to run the ball. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a week I want the opposing offense to run the ball because the more they run the ball, the less they're throwing the ball, which is where they are so dangerous. And it's going to be tough. They're going to put some points on the board either way. But um, to me, I, I'm fine with them running the ball. And then let's try to uh, get into that bend but don't break situation. This defense has come up with big plays all year in situations um, that they need to, either creating a turnover or coming up with a big stop uh, when that uh, opposing offense gets over into our side of the field, um, limiting them to some more field goals uh, than touchdowns. And, uh, you know, uh, with the way things go, weather's starting to turn a little bit. Uh, those field goal kicks aren't automatic anymore either. So, um, yeah, it, it's going to be a tough, tough test, but... Uh, let's uh, let's see if LaShawn McCoy is going to get the ball. I just don't think Andy Reid's going to hand the ball off to his running backs 25, 30 times. I, it just doesn't seem like that's something that they're going to want to do. Uh, it does make me pretty nervous that uh, Andy had a few extra days. To, the Chiefs played on a Thursday night, so this is the third week in a row yeah. that the Packers get an opponent that has had extra time to prepare but that certainly isn't going to be an excuse. But a coach, a good coach, uh, can take advantage of that. And, and Andy Reid has a great record coming off buys. And I get, I get this isn't a true buy situation, but with some extra preparation time um, and uh, some, some really good tape on this Packers defense the last few, few weeks in particular, um, that does make me pretty nervous. Uh, and we're talking about one of, if not, the top offense in, in the NFL as it is. So um, we're going to have our hands full, no doubt about it. Um, but um, if we can, uh, you know, come up with some big stops here and there and limit the number of touchdowns that the Chiefs are scoring when they get into uh, the red zone and onto the Packers side of the field, um, uh, we'll have a chance uh, for sure. And uh, um, that's what it's all about because uh, I don't know if you have anything else to add about the Packers defense, but this might be as good of time as any transition and talk about the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I'll just add, uh, you're, I couldn't agree with you more. Andy Reid is a coach's coach. He's just brilliant, I think, at the X's and O's of this game. Uh, and uh, so giving him even those extra couple days, Wags, is really good insight. I totally agree. And uh, just looking at a couple injuries that the Chiefs have on the offensive side of the ball, the two that really stuck out to me 
uh, we're actually on the offensive line. So we're talking about all these skill set positions, uh, but it looks like Andrew Wiley, uh, their guard, uh, was not practicing this week. He's been dealing with an ankle injury, but also Eric Fisher, their left tackle. Uh, this young man hasn't uh, played since uh, week two. He had a, so a surgery, actually. So he's starting to work his way back in. I'm curious to see if he's actually going to be able to work his way back into playing shape and game shape uh, by Sunday night. Uh, so potentially they're down two starting offensive linemen, which if you do have Mahomes out there with a pretty, you know, a pretty significant injury, dislocated knee, um, that does put in a little added pressure to put your franchise out there behind uh, without starting offensive linemen. So it does make me question a little bit if there's a little gamesmanship from Andy Reid going on. I know Mahomes, uh, you know, was able to throw today, but he didn't dislocate his elbow. He dislocated his knee, and it's a lot different to be able to throw the football standing straight up as it is to be playing against this vicious pass rush that the Packers provide. So just something to pay attention to as we trend towards Sunday. Yeah, and that's fine, honestly. If it's gamemanship, I'd rather be overprepared for Patrick Mahomes than underprepared. I, I mean, I don't really see how that hurts us in any way. Yeah. It's not like, you know, oh, we prepared for Patrick Mahomes and now Matt Moore is coming out there. We're screwed. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, if Matt Moore throws, you know, torches us, uh, you know, it is what it is. I wouldn't be too happy about I'll that. I'll be but, screaming. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, you know, it's not like that's going to be a situation where you're going to be like, well, we weren't prepared for Matt Moore. Right. I guess that's why we, we uh, didn't play as well as we needed to. So um, in any event, um, uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see what is actually going to be happening. I think as we get closer to Sunday, we'll have a better idea of, of who we can expect to see out there and, and uh, if we're really going to get this full complement uh, of Chiefs players on the offensive side of the ball. So, Dane... Um, let's transition over to the offense. What do you think? Can, can we replicate uh, what we've been seeing uh, from this offense the last couple of weeks? I, I mean, against the Lions, we didn't get quite as many points. It was a, a little bit more moving the ball up and down the field and the unforced errors with the drops and turnovers. So certainly we can't uh, survive if we have a game like that in Kansas City this week. No, you know what, though? I feel really confident about where this offense is trending, and why shouldn't we? I think that the, the Packers have shown that they seem to be getting better and more comfortable week in and week out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, listen, we can't say enough about his handle and how wonderful he's performed, especially last week, statistically, maybe his finest game as a professional, but his, his quick mastery of this offense or close to mastery has been just incredible to watch. And all those folks that have been talking about the rift, the supposed rift between Coach LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, um, they sure look kind of dumb right now, to, for a lack of a better term, because things seem to be clicking on all cylinders. Now, that's not to say that there aren't things to get better at, we can always find ways to get better. There's still a couple drops here or there that have been really concerning for me and I know for you as well. We finally saw a, a better trend upward on third down rate. We, we converted six out of 10 third downs this last week, but we need to see that more consistently. We're going into a hostile environment. 
Arrowhead, those Chiefs fans, I have a lot of admiration for. Um, really great fans. They turn out when it's warm out. They turn out when it's cold out. They turn out when the Chiefs are good or bad. They've got a great fan base down there in Kansas City. Um, so they're going to have to deal with uh, the, the crowd noise as well. However, I do think that the Packers have an opportunity this week to pick their spots, find the lanes. I think that Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, again, can run the ball. I think that we're going to see us go back to that a little bit more this week. I believe that we can get a ground game going, which is key, especially in a loud environment. And I think that that's going to open up the pass game. And I actually expect Aaron Rodgers to have another really nice week this week. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth, Dane. Um, I think we need to dust off that uh, Dallas Cowboy game plan mm -hmm. and uh, let's go down and, and run the football. Um, we didn't have Jamal Williams that week, so um, having him healthy uh, to add to that complement and mix. And that's what's really the most encouraging to me about this Packers offense is uh, they've been able to uh, you know, execute different game plans uh, to either run the ball more and be very run heavy and possess the ball uh, and also here in the last couple of weeks throw the ball more um, and execute that game plan at a high level so um, i'm really encouraged by what the coaching staff and what the players are doing and they just seem to be clicking and on multiple levels it all starts with these guys up front this packers offensive line uh, i'm sorry i i don't watch every team every Sunday, but I just have a hard time imagining there's a, a better offensive line in football right now. Um, uh, when you're looking at everything all around, the way that uh, we're able to run the ball in the opportunities that we do, but also their pass blocking is yeah. just second to none. So that's gonna be a real key against this uh, Kansas City front because they like to get after the quarterback. I think they had nine sacks against the Broncos Ooh. last week. And that's been kind of their calling card over the years. They haven't had the best defense the last couple of seasons. I think they've actually upgraded um, at a few individual levels talent-wise. Um, they, they added uh, Tyron Mathau, the Honey Badger, yeah. uh, this offseason. Um, you know, they've got uh, Brashad Breeland. Uh, Packer fans are, are familiar with his work. Um, he's, a, uh, I think, a, a talented guy, and, and uh, certainly we wish him well when he's not playing the Packers. Um, and, uh, you know, Frank Clark, who didn't practice today, but uh, by all accounts, is, is they're expecting him to be out there on Sunday, um, and he can really get after the quarterback and a very, very talented um, outside linebacker and pass rusher. So, um, so uh, this Packers offense will have their hands full as well, mm -hmm. but uh, I think you're absolutely right. It's going to start with establishing a ground game, and let's stick with the ground game, and let's be heavy um, uh, running the football this week because the more we can possess the ball uh, and just move the chains and take long possessions, the less opportunities that dangerous chief offense has. Um, and when you're particularly uh, the road team uh, in a game like this, that's exactly what you want to do is, is limit the opportunities that that dangerous offense has to fire up the crowd and, and, and make some, some big splash plays and put points up on the board. Wags, talking about the offensive line, Brian Balaga might be playing the best football of his entire career. Uh, week in and week out, it's almost boring watching him, which is the greatest compliment you can give an offensive lineman. And uh, I watched him this week, this past week, and he's like a wall out there. And this week, I expect 
Bulaga to punch some guys in the mouth. I just go straight up. He's going to punch some guys in the mouth uh, because um, looking at the Chiefs defense right now, uh, you mentioned Frey Clark with an injury. Chris Jones, their defensive tackle, uh, in addition to Clark, did not practice uh, today. Neither did uh, Pasanan, uh, Tano Pasanan, their defensive end, who's a starter, or cornerback Kyle F or Kendall Fuller, or Darren Lee, a linebacker. They've got a lot of injuries on the, uh, the defensive side of the ball from their starters. And uh, uh, you and I always say, and we truly mean it, we don't hope for injuries. No, not at all, and we want Mahomes to play because, frankly, we want to beat Mahomes on Sunday Night Football. Uh, that being said, the coaching staff will know who's healthy and who's not, and I think that this game sets itself up really well for the offensive line of the Green Bay Packers to play downhill football and to take the game over in Arrowhead and bully the defensive line of the Chiefs. This is not the strong point of this team. Their defense is not, it's their offense. So I think we can bully the defensive line. I think that we're gonna see Elton Jenkins continue to get to the second level. You're gonna to continue to see Jones and Williams running up the left side of the line behind Bakhtiari and Jenkins and Lindsley. And I think both of those guys can have a really good day. Absolutely, and I think one of the other keys that we really have to look at is um, in addition to getting that run game going is how well we're able to convert on third down. We had a, a nice uptick this past week and going six for 10 on third down. But uh, if we're gonna possess the ball to my previous point, we're gonna have some third down situations where we're gonna have to pick up some yardage and, and keep moving those chains because um, it, it's gonna be incumbent upon um, everyone on this offense to be executing and limit uh, turnovers so that we're not facing longer yardage situations, uh, as well as, as certainly as in any game, um, uh, avoiding turnovers at all costs. Uh, because uh, this, this Chiefs defense, while not their strong uh, suit, as you said, is pretty similar to the Packers defense in that they have some talented individual players they like to put pressure on the quarterback uh, when they can force you into some um, longer down and distance situations. Uh, and they're opportunistic in that they will force the other team to uh, throw the ball away or force turnovers and fumbles. Um, so they give up a lot of yardage, um, and, but uh, again, very bend but don't break. So uh, we're almost seeing a mirror image uh, of the Packers in a lot of ways in this Chiefs team, um, dare I say, if they're fully healthy, probably a little bit more talented overall um, on their roster. Our defense might have a little bit more talent than their defense does at this point in time. Um, so there's a lot of similarities, I think, between these teams uh, and how they like to go about their operation, and, and both from a strategic standpoint and how they've um, built uh, their roster and, and what they're trying to get out of uh, both the offense and defensive side of the ball. Yeah, uh, you, you're you're right. I mean, this is going to be a battle. Uh, Sunday night football. Um, they don't always get it right, uh, believe me. But this week, this matchup, um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Uh, I know Chiefs fans don't want to on their end either. But this could have the potential of a showdown that we could see again this year. And uh, we all know what that means. I'm not going to say anymore, but I have a lot of respect for the coaching staff of the Chiefs and of this team. I think that they're one of the top five to seven teams in football. I also think we are. Yeah. And 
I will be very, very happy if what you're hinting at comes to fruition. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's why I want Mahomes to play this Same. week. Because, you know, let's let's see what we got against the best. I don't want any I don't I mean, again, I, I certainly do not want the Packers to lose. I, I, I'm I'm really hoping that we can find a way to go down and play a, a quality game start to finish and and get out of there with a win. Um, but you know the good news is is that a, a loss this week won't kill us. And and let's be honest, folks. Uh, looking at this game before the season, I don't think a lot of us put a W up in the win column. No, no. So Wags, um, question for you: uh, Prediction time. What are we thinking here this week? Uh, do you think that it's going to be a high-scoring game, low-scoring game? Um, we've done pretty reasonably well with our predictions, I think, this year. Uh, so I'm kind of curious how you see this uh, game unfold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Packers 27, Chiefs 24, and I think it's going to be a comeback. Um, in the fourth quarter, I think the Chiefs are going to be ahead 17-10. Um, uh, and uh, going into the second half, and they, they, they're gonna be up uh, uh, 24 to 13 going into the fourth quarter. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to put together a couple of uh, touchdown drives, put us ahead, and the defense is gonna just hold on at the end uh, to keep the, the Chiefs out of scoring opportunity, and we're gonna escape with a win. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Uh, my heart rate doesn't love it, but I, I like the prediction. I got us at 38-34. Whoa, big high-scoring game. Wags, I think the last team with the ball in their hands wins it. I think the Packers are down late. I think we see an Aaron Rodgers two-minute drive to, uh, on national TV to uh, ice out the Chiefs on the road and the Packers uh, move on to 7-1 and one, uh, at the halfway point in the season. Listen, uh, I'll take it either way. If either of us are right, I'll be very, very happy uh, come Sunday night. I probably won't be able to sleep very well <laughs> if that happens, um, but uh, that's just quite okay. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Certainly, um, if both teams are trying to run the ball in order to keep the other team's offense off the field, will it be as high scoring of a game as we expect? Or are they just going to throw caution to the wind and go out there and let these gunslingers go at it, which out. would be a lot of fun too. Yeah. So uh, either way, if the Packers win, I think uh, between you and I and Packer Nation, we will be quite peachy um, on Sunday night <laughs> if that happens. So uh, anyways, thank you so much for listening. And um, uh, if you haven't followed us yet on social, uh, hit us up, Lombardi's Legends, on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, and uh, you can follow us, Lombardi's Legend Pod, on Twitter. Um, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, subscribe, Podbean. Um, we are on iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, give us a rating, a review. We certainly appreciate you listening. And uh, share us with a friend. Give us a shout out. Um, call that Cheesehead Hotline. We love hearing from you. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this podcast all season and we keep winning. So, I mean, keep liking our stuff. We'll keep doing podcasts. We're having so much fun uh, getting to talk about the Packers week in, week out. As we always say, it's an awful lot more fun this year than it was last year talking about these guys. But truly, something I miss, special is happening. I miss complaining about Coach McCarthy, Dan. <laughs> we, can still, we can do a second podcast. We can go back. 
back and watch old games. No, that's all right. I, I, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite good without that, um, actually. So, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I was just kidding. I, I don't miss that at all. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, um, keep hit listening. Us, hit, yeah. Keep listening. Hit us up. Uh, let us know what you're thinking heading into this game. Give us your predictions. Um, what do you think is going to happen on Sunday night? And uh, as always, uh, we like to finish. Go Pack Go!